The pilot does not serve drinks on the aeroplane. Nail that. Remember that. This is basic business management. Henry Ford worked out that if you got people doing $5 an hour jobs, then you could allow other people who had the capability to do the $100 hour jobs. And that, my friends, is really today's talk. The bigger the dream, the bigger the team. And for me, getting a real estate agent moving away from the stuff that they don't like doing, that they're not good at, that they find takes their energy out, uh, that at nighttime, when they're about to go to bed, they're thinking about the next day of work. They're thinking, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to launch that. I've got to do this prospecting. And what we've learned is that if you can create a super team, an effective business unit, even if it's just one person that is taking away things like cleaning the database, sending out digital price updates, just helping you have one more thing in your life, time. And I'm pleased to let you know my co-pilots on this webinar is Jonathan Bell and Nick Georges, who are every step of the way and support everything I say. And in a moment, you're going to find out why I believe in the next 35 minutes, you might be finding a solution to one of the biggest problems you've had in your real estate life. Hey, gentlemen, how are you going? Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. You how are you? I'm very, very good. Very, very good. Now, uh, if we if we can talk about this, because I've been uh, watching uh, Jonathan at the tennis. Uh, you're in Melbourne <laughs> now. Mate, what game did you watch? And I was overhearing you talk with uh, Nick before I came on. What game did you watch last night that you got home so late? Kokonakis versus Dimitrov. Um, okay. Okay, talk. I don't know. Tell me who won. Dimitrov. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it was so funny, Tom. There was more Greek flags than Australian flags, but <laughs> I think he's actually Greek. Yes, yes, yes. Kokonakis. Okay, so he's out. Um, there's, a, it's, there's a good... I've got to tell you... Actually, I'm coming to Melbourne to... No, yes, I am. I'm going to Melbourne on Monday. On Sunday, I'm going to Melbourne. I think must have a good feel at the moment because I can tell, you know, the weather's been reasonably okay. The crowd's there. There's a buzz in Melbourne at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, I love it. I th I've um I've been stopped a few times and everyone says I look like tits are pass, so I'm just running with that. Hey, <laughs> Nick, after yeah. our Zoom, give him a short version of a few Greek words, right? Yeah. That'll get him. That'll get him through the weekend in Melbourne. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay. I'll tell you all the Greek hotspots. 100%, 100%. So, team, um, I'm going to kick it all off, and I'm going to bring up a slide, and I'm going to show you a slide that sums up real estate. So here is my screen opening up. Let's bring this up here. Just da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Come here, come here. We press this on there. We come back to Zoom. We share the screen here. And um, uh, there we go there. As you can see, this is a model. It's a metaphorical, it's a it's a model that I use as a metaphor using karate or uh, um, um, taekwondo, if you like, whatever uh, defense sport you're into that uses belts. Black belt to me is where we've got to aim to be in real estate. Black belt is when you're running a 2 million GCI business. If you're running a 2 million GCI business, 
you've probably got, you know, three, four people working with you. And if you're on a split of, say, I don't know, 60%, that leaves you with 1.2. You get uh, uh, another 300 grand thereabouts in salaries, and you end up having a, a decent life. But for many real estate agents, it just feels like overwhelming. I can't, this is what most agents say when I say to them, get a PA. Oh, no, it's time I can't. Uh, you know, I, I don't need one. Well, i got to tell you, if you don't have one, you are the PA. Let's be very, very clear. If you don't have a PA, you are the PA, right? And uh, I started off today talking about the pilot doesn't serve drinks on the plane. And the truth of the matter is, the reason why is that the pilot in real estate is the lead agent. And if you look at that screen over there, what we're talking about is what does a lead agent do? They do listing presentations, they manage the pipeline, they run vendor or expectation meetings, they have vendor one-on-one -on -one meetings, particularly if it's an auction campaign that's done every week. They negotiate, put deals together, they sell, they go to open for inspections, they do buyer management, callbacks, networking, prospecting, they set reserves, they do auctions, they manage the team, they're doing all the finances of the business. And I've got to tell you, there's a lot of work there, right? And I've got to tell you, it can get really lonely doing all of this stuff and trying to do three or four deals. And that's why over the last few years, we've seen the emergence more and more of the model of having an assistant, whether it's an admin person or whether it's someone that's going to create leads for you. And that's what we want to touch on. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to move back to this slide for a moment. And I've got to say to you, to me in real estate, the EBU, Effective Business Unit, we've got a level one agent here. Level two is an agent that has an assistant. Level three is an agent that has two assistants. Level four, it's an agent that has three assistants. And for many real estate agents, it can get very, very overwhelming to think, hey, I'm not even making money at the moment or not making what I want. How can I get myself in a position to actually pay for someone when I'm not making enough money? And this is the dilemma we're going to discuss today. And not only that, I love putting dilemmas out there, but I also love putting a problem and then giving a solution at the same time. And the reason why we need to nail this is that if you're going to be an agent that is going to be doing at least five to six sales, you cannot do it on your own on a monthly basis. Yes, one sale's fine. You can do the sales advices. You can actually do all the marketing yourself. But hey, we're not in real estate here to make a sale a month. We're in real estate here to be doing 50 sales a month, right? And over. Ideally, become down the path of Josh Tesselin and do 300 sales a year or 320. That's what we're aiming for. And we know that real estate is the highest paid hard work and it's the lowest paid easy work. But we fundamentally need to get people that can do this job here, which what I call a red PA, maintaining files, co coordinate diaries, execute a marketing plan, pretty much doing all this low dollar productive activity. That's not great. People don't love it, but it needs to get done. It has a very strong admin focus. And if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, that salary is more like 70 to 80. If you're in other parts of Australia, it's probably 45 to 50 to 60. And um, it is challenging for a lot of people to have that. Now, the second role here, the Blue PA team, the Blue PA is someone that actually helps you 
actually get leads and manage buyers. There's a heap of other things there, but fundamentally it's about creating more listing presentations for the lead agent, number one, and number two, helping with the buyer inquiry that comes from real estate and domain and the opens, what have you. I'm going to stop sharing screen for a moment. Gentlemen, I pretty much there gave people a very quick summary of what an effective business unit and a super team is. Now, Jonathan and Nick, uh, I've begun a relationship with them. I'm an ambassador to Wingman. Uh, we actually had Jonathan on the real estate gym on Tuesday, and we had an amazing, amazing response, amazing response because he's been able to get a real estate business to go from zero managements to over 2,000 managements, I think 2-2 two, two in four years. But today's focus is about how Wingman, that's the name of the brand, is helping real estate agents across Australia solve the admin problem of an assistant. Jonathan, Nick, love you to tell me what is Wingman to you? What does Wingman do? Over to you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about using offshore and everyone's heard good, bad or indifferent things. Um, the reason Wingman started is the Filipino culture. So it's a it's a business based in the Philippines that's helped, that specifically helps real estate salespeople and property management deliver all the back-end activities. Um, and one thing that everyone looks at offshore and they think, they think about a call center in in a Telstra call center or Optus call center um, with a really poor level of service and uneducated people. Um, and that's the exact opposite experience that I've found. Every single person within our business has a university degree. They're very loyal. They're very hardworking people. Um, and I've actually never used the Philippines because it's cheaper. Um, it's actually because they're better at the job. So all of those things you just put on that red PA I personally believe that you can get someone in the Philippines do a better job at it and be more loyal than and 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 work in your business longer than you can get an Australian to. Um, and that's really how we've grown our our real estate business is we've got thirty offshore staff in our property management business that I personally think provide a better level of service and do the back end better than what I could get an Australian to do. Yeah, well, I've got to tell you, gentlemen, uh, this is not, there's no sales needed in this conversation whatsoever because uh, uh, the proof is in the pudding. I have been using um, offshore support assistance employees for many, many years, Jonathan Nick. Um, and you know that uh, uh, I, like you, believe that the model that you've got in the Philippines, the people there, the ethic of these people, and I'm speaking from my own experience. They treat, I'm not joking, team, you get the right person, they act like they own the business and everyone needs to have someone that behaves and acts in a way as if it's their business. That's the sort of person. I have that with Susan. I have that, obviously, as you know, with Mix, the offshore person. And, you know, Jonathan and, and Nick, I, I want to tell you that uh, when we started talking towards the end of last year, and I got introduced to the wonderful team there in the Philippines, particularly the, the three or four most senior people, I realised that you've gone off in the last year or so, Jonathan and Nick, and you must have been doing uh, a training academy of real estate associates 
in the Philippines because they are just totally au fait with everything. Listing presentation, we've got to get that price up, that out, send out that pre-listing kit. This is, uh, these people here, they've, they've entered the university degree of being an assistant to a real estate agent in Australia. Um, yeah, they, they know their stuff. Yeah, yeah well, you go, Nick. I was going to say it's it's a really important part of what we've what we've developed over my my time in the real estate industry. Uh, I've used VAs, and and uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest things that I found is that a lot of the time the training's not there. So the <clears throat> the offshore person's provided to the Australian business, and they're expected to understand real estate platforms and understand legislation and understand lingo we have a lot of lingo in our industry um and one of the things that we focused on at wingman is is providing an academy over there that um that our staff go through so we pre-hire they go through three or four months of intensive training um with all the major platforms so they understand real tear they understand core logic agent um, box all of them agent box rex all all of the uh, all of the major platforms that uh, that you would use in residential sales um, and property management. Uh, by the time the Australian business wants to uh, wants to put someone on, they are as qualified uh, as someone here on the ground, uh, and we continue to develop that. So it's a really important factor to to have our our university over there, like you mentioned, um, having our our team go through that, and uh, it's it's amazing that you you saw that. Uh, from a from a simple dial-in that you had with with our team, yeah, yeah. Well, I I think what you've done, I think what you've done with Wingman is you've taken out the teething period of getting someone up to scratch, which is really really hard for a lead agent in Australia because they're struggling just to do their work. And whether you like it or not, please. Don't close your computer because I'm about to tell you something that you probably need to hear but you don't like to hear, and that is that as a lead agent, you're probably not that good at doing that stuff anyway, right? And there are people that are better than you at doing it, and that's a really good thing because you're needed talking to buyers, sellers, putting deals together, and on the phone, getting your next appraisals through your chase list. You shouldn't be sitting there, you know, cleaning up things in agent box, right? There are other people that can do that. Now, I want to ask, gentlemen, what are the activities that, let's let, let's call it, let, I, I want to use some language that we can always relate to. How will we refer to the wingman offshore assistance? What's the best way to refer them? What, what, what do we call them? Remote professionals. So we, um, they actually don't like being called VAs. So anyone on the on the webinar who who um calls them VAs or has VAs, if you change that terminology to remote professionals or RPs, yeah, um, for short, they feel like they've had a promotion. Um, it means a lot to them. They virtual assistant has a stigma over there. Remote professional feels like they're working for a um, a bigger, larger business, and that they're more um, valued within that business. And Tom. Go you, you touched on it earlier as well. Um, if you put the time in uh, when you do have a remote professional in your business to really integrate them into your business, uh, and you've done that with Minx and and, uh, and your offshore team, Tom, they they 
they're so loyal to the business and they will um when i was over there and i was uh at our at our conference at the end of last year and, I, and i'd asked the remote professional which business in australia do you work for they they mentioned the business with pride and they're so happy to i work for i work for tom panos real estate or i work for this agent they're so proud of that um that agent and because that person's integrated them into their business and quite often into their life 100% i can relate to that they're like they're like family i mean you know recently uh, uh mix had these uh, unnecessary expenses come up because his uh, mother-in-law had passed away and uh, i just sort of said man listen they're like f family you know do what we've got to do give whatever money we've got to give in advance to help out there um and uh, I, I just want to I just want to touch on like so if an agent's watching this right here right now right one of the things that they're going to be thinking of is what are some of the activities that the remote professionals that's what we refer to them now RPs the remote professionals what are some of the stuff that you've trained these people in real estate like can I mean I'll bring up this 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 slide here right so things that they can do maintain files admin we know that they can work the CRM system really well right. Other, other things, teams? Yeah, so um, sending out all the agency agreements. So there's there's office admin and then there's salesperson admin. So there's probably two parts. So okay. they can do all of the office admin tasks, which is prepare contracts, um, organize building and pest inspections, literally the whole office that you'd standard, you'd, an office would usually have, um, all the way to working with an agent where they can create sales call lists. So if you've got associates within your business and you want to give them 20 calls, they can go into your CRM system or other platforms with data and they can actually go and find the 20 most similar houses to a one you've recently sold, send it to you, send it to your associate so that that associate or, or the agent can then hit the phones that morning. So it gives really good direction to the agent. Um, and then from, a, from an office side, everything you just put on that red um, they can do on that on that red PA, literally every single thing. Okay, I'll just bring that up there again, team. And by the way, team, while you're there, take a pull out your mobile phone and take a snapshot of that because every person in your team, whether you're using a remote professional or whether you're using local people, they need a swim lane. You need to understand your team does not have mental telepathy. They can't read your mind. The majority of real estate agents struggle with one thing and that is they've never really had to manage or uh, drive or train a person and I think step number one is get very clear with the position description on what is it what other unmet needs that my business has that are going to be solved by bringing that person on now I want to ask gentlemen you've been doing it for a while you've had a lot of uh, 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 try tested um, uh, training uh, learning from errors, and uh, that's a good thing because it saves other people having to learn from the same errors because you're moving information that you've got and saying this is what you should be doing. These are the do's and don'ts. What are some of the main learnings, Nick and Jonathan, of um, remote professionals that you've learned on working effectively with them? Obviously, number one is you need to get someone that comes from a reliable, reputable firm and someone that's been trained up and understands that, and we know that Wingman does it, but the next layer of it is how does then a lead agent maximise that relationship with a remote professional? What are some of your learnings? So some of the, you just touched on it there, the relationship is the biggest thing. So um, 
we obviously train them up so they understand the platforms, uh, the process, the systems. Uh, if you can integrate them into your business um, and not treat them like an AI bot or, or just someone there to do your admin uh, and integrate them as an employee, uh, that's the biggest. The biggest learning is that we also we often have to train the Australian business. Um, on how to to use the remote professional, uh, and yes, we have it. We have a huge team offshore, but we also have an amazing team here in Australia that assists the business, whether it be salespeople, sales businesses, or property management businesses, when the onboarding process commences, when the remote professional is integrated into their business, and after the remote professional is integrated into their business too. So we, we look at it as a three-step process and assist, whether it be a, a lead agent or a business owner, on how to best integrate that remote professional into their business. Okay. Well, team, what I'm going to do now is I'm briefly going to just show you another slide. When you're working with the team, everyone, please remember one of the most important things is your working progress agenda every morning. You set the set the tone, get those first five minutes right, and everyone's clear on the actions for the day. And that includes when you've got a professional that you're working with, you talk about what happened yesterday, what's been carried forward, today's appointments, what prospecting calls I'm doing, what buyer calls, what KPIs, what's settling today, what contracts are being signed. It's really just a very quick chat, bringing everyone up to speed. This is where we're at. This is what we're going to do. Now, I want to ask you, gentlemen, how does it work with the time zone difference? Um, how what what are the hours the remote professionals normally work out of the Philippines? Yeah, just um, and just to go back to that slide as well, Tom. I've got a very similar slide for my businesses, um, yeah. and and my offshore person has a meeting with me every single day and runs me through the agenda. All right, Johnny, what have you done today? What do you need me to do tomorrow? What meetings do I need to book in? Um, who do I need to remind to do what? So they actually run all of that for me and they actually prompt me to do it. So when I saw that, that just gave me a flashback to every afternoon I, I do that. And I think having having someone in your team who actually keeps you accountable um, creates a really, really good structure for agents because they're, they've got so much going on. So having someone stable who's in front of their computer eight to 10 hours a day, um, it's like having a rock in your business. And my, oh. my friend's called Jess Villa, and I just believe every business needs a Jess or every every business needs a Susan who who works with you. Like, I think you need that rock in your business, especially when you're so sporadic. Um, okay. By the way, we've got another coincidence. I've got one of one of my staff uh, also, uh, Filipino. Uh, it's got exactly the same surname as what you just mentioned there. Oh, no. <laughs> So listen, I just want to ask there. So two hours, by the way, Tom, just um two hours behind, just to answer that question you said as well. So it's two hours. So 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 generally speaking, like when it's in when it's in Sydney and Melbourne, say at uh, nine a.m., it's seven a.m. there, and they work Australian hours, but they're so they're the, they they appreciate the job so much. They will work more. It's not like they log on at nine Australian time and finish at five. They will work with you to do what it takes to to an extent where uh, when I first started the business, we were growing so quick. We were doing end of month for property management and they were logging off at 2 a.m. to do all the reconciliation. So, you know, you don't you don't want that. But I think that it just understanding that they're they're loyal, hardworking people where they become part of your business. If you need them to work weekends, they'll work weekends. So, finish up, Nick. What did you say? I was just going to say most of the salespeople that that 
we that use the wingman service uh, have them working have other remote professional working on a Saturday and a Sunday um, cross-referencing open home data and producing reports so when they come in on a Monday um, their call lists are ready for themselves and their associates so um, if you're if you're in residential sales it's a good idea to have them working on the weekends so that when you're there on Monday um, you know that slide you put up of the karate black belt yeah. um, would I be right in saying that every layer, every um, layer, so from green to red to get to that black belt, the black belt agents are the ones that are only doing the dollar productive items 100% of the time. Um, and as you go up that ladder, you're doing more dollar productive, both you and your team and all the other stuff is done by someone else. Okay, gold. So Nick or Jonathan, whoever wants to answer this, Best practice, communication, form of communication uh, with a remote professional. Is it using a platform like Zoom here? Is it using FaceTime, WhatsApp? What are the ways that they seem to be communicating most effectively? It's really, they can communicate in whatever platform. It's more how, what platforms does the Australian agent or agency use and how can you get them integrated as best they can? I think WhatsApp for agents because they can finish up a listing presentation, video call them or send a recording saying, hey, please send an agency agreement for this amount or please send an appraisal for this amount. It's very easy to communicate with them. Um, and then I do believe in a 30-minute directional meeting every day via Teams or Zoom where in the morning or at nighttime you have a 30-minute chat where, like I spoke about before, where Jess Villa runs through your day and what you want from them and then what they want from you. Okay. So let's make this assumption. I'm watching this right now, and I know what's going through people's heads. How much is it, Tommy? How much is it? You've built it up. You've built it up. How much is it? So I want to just talk about it. If I'm an agent right now and I'm sitting there, I don't know, doing my 20, 30 sales, knowing that I want to go to 40, 50, knowing that I want to sort of start making three, 400 grand a year instead of the 120 that I'm making, and I know that, yes, the guys are right. I've always been mindful of it. I need to bring in a team member, right? Explain what the investment is and what is the process? What is the process? Like right now, if someone wants to go off and say, yes, execute, and let's assume they think, yeah, man, this sounds great. So what does it, what is the investment to get a remote professional? Through $12 being, an hour. How much? About $12 an hour. 12 an hour. Yeah. $12 an hour. That's actually in it's in some ways you think to yourself that's not fair, right? But that's what that's the that's the that's the arrangement, that's the deal, that's marketplace, right? And it's a marketplace that accepts both parties accept that, right? So $12 an hour, right? And um generally speaking, um you think the ideal thing is to get someone for a full-time for 35 40 hours? Yeah, I think I think it really it really so we've got packages. So we've got a package, a 10 hour a week package, a 20 hour a week package, and a 40 hour a week package. Um, I think it depends on where the agent wants to get to um, and and what the agent wants to achieve or what the business wants to achieve. So um, we've got we're working with individual agents and we're working, we're also working with big organizations. So it's really it's really customized to what they what the agent wants to achieve. But I I'm a big believer in one of the things that we do at Wingman is we don't have any locking contracts. So 
Um, we we really put the onus back on us to provide really good quality candidates. Um, I would be if I was a, a sales agent doing two to three hundred thousand. Uh, I would be putting on a full time person, getting getting the relationship going, getting your structure, getting your week right, um, and just focusing on the dollar productive items. Uh, I, I'm a big believer. It's for twelve dollars an hour. I know you touched on it earlier, Tom. Um, you don't actually, it doesn't sound like a lot of money here in Australia, but when I went over to the Philippines and saw the impact that we were having on families uh, and individuals, um, uh, Jonathan mentioned his his um, remote professional, Jess Villa, um, talking to us about the, the home that they, they purchased off the back of working for Wingman, uh, working with Housemark and Jonathan for the last two or three years. Um, and it doesn't seem like much here, but we're actually changing lives over there. Um, and that's one of the things that's really driving us as a business. I tell you what, you're changing lives over there. I tell you what, everyone watching this, you'll be changing your life and your family's lives because I've just worked out. I've just done the numbers here. Mate, 40 hours to get someone that's got skin in the game, 40 hours a week, that's $480. You've basically got a full-time professional, a stunt double of you. That's what you've got. You've got a stunt double of you for a tax deduction of less than $500 a week. So this whole thing in your head that you've always had, oh, I'm going to put someone on, it's going to cost me 70 grand, where am I going to get it? It's not. It's costing you $500 a week. And if it's not working out, guess what? You're not going to die. You end the relationship but you probably won't. You'll probably be putting on a second one on because once you get a taste of having time back on and the ability to be hitting the phones, talking to buyers, talking to sellers, putting deals together and having your team in the Philippines pick up the trail of destruction behind you, everyone's happy, right? That's what we've got to aim to do. So do us a favour. Uh, what's the first contact point? I don't want to call on your mobile phone. <laughs> Is it we, What's the best way for someone that turns around and says, you know what? Like, I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. I want to go off and, and, and actually explore it and maybe get someone on. Where do they go, Nick? Wingman? Yeah, so the Jonathan Jonathan will put uh, all of my details in the chat, um, in the chat column. But you can you can contact me on uh, on Instagram, uh, Nick, Nick George's official, um, or you can contact me on my, uh, on my so email. Susan, Susan just put in... Um, the wingman uh, um, URL, but Susan, if it's okay with you, what what details were you going to share, Nick? Was it your mobile or your email? Just, you can send me an email, Nick at nickgeorgis.com.au, or you can um, or you can come contact me through Instagram or LinkedIn. Yeah, sorry guys, my 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 laptop's not um letting me type, so <laughs> it's all right, we're all done. It's all up there, wingman.com, uh, wing wingmangroup.com.au, Nick at nickgeorges.com.au, that's when you get the personal service from the guy direct, right? Um, so, man, I'm really, listen, I'm really, really excited. I'm also excited because throughout the year, on an ongoing basis, we're going to be doing stuff in an educational training way to help Australia realise you can run an ELF, Effortless Lucrative fun business if you nail the model right. In real estate, to me, there is model, mindset, and marketing. 
Most real estate agents are pretty good with the mindset. They're optimistic people, and that's what got them into a commission-based job. They believe in destiny. They have they they back themselves. So the mindset's right. Then you've got the marketing. Again, most have got a sales flair about them. They actually know how to actually market, and we have the benefit of vendor-paid advertising, which actually helps in the whole process, not only helps sell properties at high prices, but also gives people attention on what you're doing. But it's the third one that people struggle in real estate, the model, the model. This is what they struggle. They struggle in this concept here, which is they simply don't know how to actually have their business structured, right? And for me, here is what I believe the dream team is. You want someone that is humble, someone that is people smart, and someone that is hungry. That is the ideal team player. And Jonathan, Nick, I've got to tell you from what I've meant at Wingman, you've got a culture. It's in the DNA. It runs through the, the veins. The blood says humility, be good to people, be hungry. And the thing I like the most about the remote professionals that I've dealt with, they treat you like you're everything to them, right? The way that they look at, that's to me the biggest thing. They, When we were young, we were always brought up, your employer is giving you money and provides livelihood for you and your family. Always respect them. And that's what I notice about the culture of these remote professionals. They have utmost respect. And don't get me wrong, local people do as well. But there is a cohort of people, and real estate agents know this, they put them on and some people feel like um, um, that that lead agent is uh, that that lead agent is lucky to have them, right? This is the the approach that they have, right? I've got to tell you, the offshore workers that I've dealt with, the ones that I've seen with Wingman, they think it's a privilege to have a role, not an entitlement, and that's a big difference because those that are entitled always move on as soon as they're, I'm not happy about that. You can't speak to me like that. I want more money for this. I'm doing all of this. You made a million dollars. What did I make, right? I'm going to be taking my days off on these days because this is a day I want to go surfing, whatever it is. This is what's happening at the moment. We know that labour in Australia and productivity has been a big issue, and this is a very good step forward to help a real estate agent actually solve the problem of low dollar productive activities so they can major on the major, not major on the minor. That is the main thing. So, gentlemen, great We've to see you. have got a question. Does Wingman operate in New Zealand? Yes, we do. we got quite a few agents in New Zealand and and, and also works the the time, New Zealand time as well. So they'll work around the the um, the times of their clients. Yeah, there's Matt, Matt Manos is on here as well. Hey, Manos. He's, 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 Matt Manos. Yeah, no, he's, it, it wasn't Tsitsipas. He's just a, he's just a real estate hack like us. Manos. <laughs> uh, after, uh, Manos has basically said, so, so Manos is a very big believer in offshore, right? Um, Manos says, after tax, it's less than $300. Do you understand what the investment is, team? After tax, it's less than $300, right? Uh, Stephen asks, mind confronting six hours per week at 12. Mind confirming the packages again. Stephen, just hit up. Listen, just hit up. You got you got Nick's mobile. It's in the chat box. Give him a ring. But you want to say anything there, Nick? Yeah, I just wanted to – the cost is one element of it, and it is it is amazing. But I, I just, the 
there's very few things in business that, in my opinion, are win, win, win. Uh, and in this situation, in, in what we're doing, the business wins because the salespeople are listing and selling more property. The employee or the salesperson wins because they've got more time building the relationship and getting in front of people. And the customer wins because everything is done quickly and they're receiving the information uh, efficiently, quickly and and correctly. So it's a win for, for all parties involved. Uh, if we can if we can nail the relationship with the remote professional, the business wins, the employee or the salesperson wins, and the customer wins. Yeah, well, Manus Spindakakis says, well said, Nick. It's all win-win. It's a no-brainer. By the way, everyone, follow Manos as well. I use, all, you all know I use Manos every year for our business planning. I think he's one of the greatest thought leaders in our industry, and I use him in the real estate gym for his business planning process. So, by the way, if you're not a real estate gym member and you're watching this, You've got till uh, you got till the end of this month to join for a 2024, and you will get your real estate business plan and everything else that comes in your real estate gym.com.au. That works out to being 65 a month, roughly um, the investment on there. Um, so uh, could not recommend Wingman enough. Says Jeff Constable. These guys are amazing. Good to see that you got uh, some raving fans that have jumped on here as well that are watching it. Gentlemen, I want to thank you so much. Nick, I will see you Monday week as per our diary appointment to uh, do a face-to-face -face and some video work. Jonathan, um, stay well. Um, you're heading back to, uh, to to Brisbane on the on Monday, I presume, or yeah, you're, you're going to have yes, a Sunday. Yeah? You're Depends. an ex, ex tennis player. I mean, I know you're at the tennis, but you you were you on the circuit? Yeah, I played semi professionally until I was about seventeen. Um, and yeah, and then <laughs> failed. So now I'm doing real estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do they do when you can't crack it in AFL soccer? You can't get a Netflix special. You didn't get medicine at uni. You didn't make the top 100 <laughs> in tennis. What do you do? Yeah, I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> All right, gang. Let's sign off. I want to thank you so much, the guys from Winland, both Jonathan and Nick team. If you've been inspired. Hit up Nick or go to Wingman and we will see you next week.